So, this is the official pickup of my podcast. For this year, mind you. I'm really excited to get started again, and as usual, before we start, I have a few things to say about this story in particular. So, first off the bat, uh, I actually started up my podcast because I got together with a very close friend of mine. Uh, Very nice. She, however, fell out of touch with me after some time. We still chat, uh, not very often though. And second, the inspiration for the story comes from my two brand new dogs in their sled dog group. Not brand new, they're technically 11 years old. But they've they've run four Iditarods, or sled dog races, so their living here is basically retirement. With that said, I hope that you enjoy this tale of hope, action, and struggles. High above the melting snow, on a mountain far away... A group of sled dogs raced through the undergrowth. They had been running ever since their musher died in a snowbank, and they were currently on the run from catches and taggers. The group leader, Tug, sprinted forward, his eyes wide and his senses alert. His sister, Dory, followed closely behind, eyeing every little thing that moved about. The other dogs, Topa, Beaver, Brush, Copper, and Black Bear, continued their run after the siblings. We cannot keep running forever, Copper panted. We will need to stop for shelter and food. Beaver continued to sprint but moved toward Copper. I couldn't agree more. After all that running, and even more, I could use a break. The trees shook in the mighty wind and the howling breeze as the sled dogs darted through the forest, single filing on high alert. It almost looked like a mixture of brown, black, and gray caterpillars. Finally, overlooking a ridge, Tug screeched to a stop. This looks like as good a spot as any to rest for the night. Dory looked at the camping spot. There was a ring of trees all around for cover, some campers had left behind a few morsels for food, and there was a fresh stream, no dead deer or animals to pollute the water. Black Bear and Copper, the eldest of the group, lay down to rest in the warm grass. The sun was just peering out from its tiny slot in the clouded sky, and the dogs decided to put up shelter, abandoning their collars and tags. Topa and Brush agreed to go off and hunt and gather food besides the packets left by the campers, and Tug provided warmth from running in the sun all day. The other dogs happily threw themselves onto the warm, soft fur of their swing dog. Dory continued to search for any sign of the catchers. So far, they were in the clear. Added to this, she thought, was that the troop was on camping grounds, and if they confirm that they were wolves, they could escape to freedom. Dory circled about the camp, searching for anything that might help them to survive. Despite her timid self and nature, Dory was not one who liked to sit and do nothing all day. But it was no surprise that when a tree branch snapped off in the wind and crashed into the ground right in front of our protagonist, scattering leaves every which way, Dory yelped from fear and darted back through the bushes to the camp. Halfway there, she vaulted clear across the stream to the sudden gaze of Topa and Brush who were dragging back a deer. The dogs stopped dragging their food for a second to watch the magnificent display, but then Topa rolled her eyes, and they continued to haul the deer back toward their campsite. Dory hit the ground, thoroughly spooked, yet she burst through the tree line, waking up the now groggy and half-asleep sled dog pile. Beaver stuck her head up, eyes blinking constantly. Ugh, Dory, what are you doing? The dogs regrouped, getting up from their pile and standing around, waiting for something to do. Tug looked on, observing the terrain and a potential trail towards the true woods, their destination. It was at this time that Topa and Brush came back, dragging a deer and two rabbits with them. 
Given that in sled dog races, the meat had to be cut with a buzzsaw from how cold and frozen it was, the dogs were overjoyed to have a warm meal tonight. They ate their fill, burying the rest so the catchers and taggers couldn't track them, and then, as the sun set over the trees, casting shadows and strange signatures across the land, the dogs regrouped, packing themselves in to preserve heat and warmth to get through the night. It was late, really late out at night. The stars were burning bright in the sky, and the moon hung over the campfire, which had now died down. And yet, before fully falling asleep, Tug was woken by a dory. His sister was nervously pawing at the ground in front of his face, scattering dust. Tug sneezed, and then he got up. Dory, what do you need? Dory quivered in the cold, and then he yawned. I don't think this will work. I mean, we're so far away, our masters are probably worrying. Tug sighed. Dory, do you even remember why we ran away in the first place? Dory scratched her head with one paw. I don't know how, you'll just have to imagine that. No, not really. Tug rolled his eyes. We ran away because we were so cruel to us. They barely fed us, there was no shelter, and they refused to take us to any of the medical stops on the roads. Dory suddenly shuddered from the bad memories. Tug, however, rolled over and snorted. Try to get some sleep. I've got even more running to do tomorrow. Dory nodded, and then curled up next to Beaver and Copper. But she still couldn't get the thought out of her head of leaving civilization behind. Spring had just arrived in the valley. Bees were buzzing everywhere, and a few butterflies flapped their tiny wings in the warm, relaxing breeze of the morning. And it was at this time that the dogs got up for the day, packing away their camp and throwing their harnesses and collars away for good. They marched forward and onward through the melting snow and some drizzling rain. They avoided public roadways and any signs of publicity so as to prevent trackers or taggers from eventually seeing them. But finally, after a day's walk, they reached the outskirts of the true woods. Tall trees loomed before the sled dogs, behemoths of green and bushes shooting up from the ground. This was it. The dogs, who had been searching their whole lives for a place to call home, were here at their grand finale destination. Black Bear, the old lady of the group, limped forward, her eyes shining brighter than ever before. It's just as beautiful as I ever could have imagined, she breathed. Copper nodded, and then took his first step forward and into the unknown. Topa and Beaver followed, but at a cautionary distance. Tug, Brush, and Dory all ventured forward after, helping Black Bear along the way, who couldn't run as fast as the rest of the team. Together, they explored and marveled at the terrain and beauty of the forest surroundings. A stream flowed smoothly past the group as they stopped, met with a strange sight. Because through the tree line and the mountain and the hills, two people, camping happily by the lake, were in their view. Tug was cautious about this, and he instead turned, running away from the group. As they later realized, he didn't go to get something to eat. Tug had run away due to the bad memories and fears of people. The rest of the group, however, watched intently at what was going on. Beaver, however, suddenly looked up, worried. Where's Black Bear? she asked. Everyone looked around, ears in the air and noses sniffing for a scent. And it was then that through the bushes, Copper pointed with his paw. 
Everyone, look. The dogs all looked out to see a black bear, slowly making her way down toward the people. Copper shrugged. I don't know about you, but I'd love to get in on that action. This old dog needs some cuddling after a long run. He started to follow, jogging to keep up. Beaver and Topa followed, brush sprinting forward off the path to meet them. Dory, however, looked back, expecting to see her brother running back to join them. But he did not. Dory sighed, but smiled, despite the sadness. Good luck to you, bro, wherever you are now. Dory also joined in the celebration, running down with the rest of the pack. While far away, you could see Tug looking out over his pack one last time before turning and walking the other way, off toward the mountain range. And so, that group ended up doing another few sled races. And don't worry, they were never treated cruelly. Shortly thereafter, my family came along. My dad asked, after a scout meeting, if they had any dogs that were good with cats. The caretakers, Denise and Gordon, both very nice people, both showed us Dory, who was very timid, but still kind, and loves snuggles. And it happened that a while later, while we were still working out the adoption, we received a call from Denise, saying that they had found Tug in Alaska. The dog had run from North America all the way to Alaska, traveling on a boat or running. Tug was then flown back in, where he was reunited with his sister, Dory. And to end off the tale, they were left here, on our farm. They stay with us now, in a nice, quiet life of their own. You give them good food, shelter, and more than plenty of care. That, my friends, is the tale of how we received two amazing sled dogs. Uh, that's the first story since last year. Yeah, uh, let me know what you think, as I do have my own phone now. You can message me at osparks at hey.com. Yes, I did switch up my email. Uh, my dad helped out with it. Awesome guy. And I guess until then, feel free to enjoy my new upcoming episodes. Same schedule every Friday. Uh, another quick announcement before I leave. I will actually be starting... A series of collections of stories from a Gotham Writers class. Very amazing classes. I'm taking some right now. Uh, so that's Gotham Writers classes. So what they do is they basically enhance your storytelling. And my shorter series, which is going to be called Campfire Tales from the Sparks Bo- Boy, I think? I'm still working out the title. But Campfires from the Sparks Boy is going to be a collection of all of my stories that I write in my time at Gotham Writers Classes. Also, uh, now that you have osparks at hey.com, please feel free to let me know if you have any new ideas for cool stories or if you're looking for inspiration. But I guess beyond that, have a wonderful spring, everybody. <laughs>